Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. I'm Rachel Kelly. Every week here on Primetime, our colleagues from the Straits Times talk us through some of the biggest headlines coming out of Singapore for the week. Now, in 2021, Singapore attracted $11.8 billion in fixed asset investment. That's despite challenges amid the COVID-19 pandemic. But this is still above the Singapore Economic Development Board's medium to long-term target range of 8 billion to 10 billion dollars. Now the projects secured last year are expected to create more than 17,000 new jobs in the next five years with about 70% of these for PMETs. To tell us more we're joined by Chu Yanting who is a business correspondent at the Straits Times. Yanting thank you so much for joining us today. Hello hey Rachel. So tell us, uh, EDB was able to secure about $11.8 billion worth of investments last year for Singapore. That's down from the previous year's decade-long high of $17.2 billion, but still not a bad sum given the current uh, macroeconomic environment. Were the results surprising, though, considering that last year was meant to be a year of recovery? Yeah, so, you know, as you mentioned, even though last year's commitments were lower, um, looking at the bigger picture, it's actually on par with the five-year annual average before 2020. So EDB did highlight um, on Wednesday and also at last year's review that 2020's uh, performance in terms of investment commitments was very much an exceptional year with, you know, outsized investments. And this was attributed to the cycle where, you know, every eight to ten years, there's a bump in capital investments from two main industries, one being energy and chemicals and the other being semiconductors. So in 2021, you didn't quite have this bump in capital investment, which is why it's, it's not as large as what it was in 2020. But you know, in 2021, you had a lot of semiconductor firms investing, and this came as many of the world's semiconductor players were making commitments to ramp up capacity as a result of the global chip shortage. So, and you know, while last year was a year of recovery, a lot of firms were still quite cautious given the general uncertainty. There are certain cases worldwide, um, you know, the Delta variant and so forth. So, you know, gen- com- generally the companies are quite cautious. And this is also reflected in the slightly lower expected value added per annum, as well as the total business expenditure per year, which EDB noted in its review. But you know, overall, we still see that a lot of these key investment indicators still either met or exceeded the EDB's medium to long-term targets. You mentioned semiconductors there. What were some of the other key drivers of growth for last year's performance? In terms of looking at FAI contributions, more than half of these actually came from large manufacturing projects from semiconductor and biotech firms. These are still earmarked to be very key for commitments in the coming years. Um, In terms of industry breakdown, apart from 42% coming from the electronics industry, which includes semiconductors, um, biomedical manufacturing was next largest contributor. That was about 15%. And then next was Infocoms and Media at about 11, 11%. So I think EDP has said that it's very optimistic about growth in the biotech and medtech sectors this year. In terms of contributions to expected value added, you know, this refers to the direct contribution made by a company to Singapore's GDP. Um, this includes components like wages and corporate earnings. So the largest share of this in 2021 came from the research and development sector, which is about 28%. So you mentioned quite a few sectors there. Are these key areas of growth that we're expecting to carry through in the coming year as well? 
Yeah, for sure. I think semiconductors, um, biotech and medtech, these are areas which will continue to have growth potential. They'll continue to be very large contributors to Singapore's economic um, expansion. So Dr. Bay, who is EDB's chairman, he did say that EDB remains quite optimistic about the prospects for the semiconductor sector in the next 12, maybe even 24 months. And Singapore's seen quite good interest from companies to look at new investments or expansion of their existing operations in Singapore at present. And at the same time, I think two other sectors they did highlight it were those related to the digital economy and the green economy. You know, these are obviously growing importance both in Singapore and globally. So there could be new opportunities to emerge from these in the coming years. I think EDB's focus, um, Singapore, Singapore, right? It remains to be on those high growth, high value add sectors, which of course the end goal is always to create good jobs and careers for Singaporeans. Um, I think they also did note that digitalization will remain a vibrant source of new concepts and business models for Singapore. And, you know, given the aging population and its healthcare needs, um, there's going to be further investments in biotech and medtech as well. We're speaking with Chu Yanting, business correspondent at The Straits Times. So earlier on, I mentioned that 17,000 new jobs figure in the coming years. Which sectors are we talking about? Which industries are going to see the most jobs for Singaporeans from um, this growth and this investment? So, you know, in terms of jobs, um, the way they've broken it down, it's, it's actually in terms of job categories for the industries per se. And I think that has to do with how, you know, various industries may have overlaps in job categories. Just like, you know, how in almost all sectors, you need a cybersecurity specialist. You need someone looking at, you know, software engineering. So um, of these over 17,000 new jobs that are expected to create in the next five years, um, as I mentioned earlier, 17% are PMAT roles, and the majority of, of these jobs are going to be taken up by Singaporeans. So in terms of job category breakdown, right, about one-fifth of these are in digital roles. So this covers um, jobs like your AI engineers, your software engineers, you know, IoT developers, cybersecurity specialists. Mm. Um, about one third is production roles. So this got to do with your manufacturing facilities, you know, your, your process technicians, your operation managers. Another one third is those, those working in business and commercial services. So this relates to your finance executives, your um, IP managers, strategic planning. And the last 10% or so, that's in innovation roles. So this covers your researchers, your lab managers, your lab technicians. And let's not forget green jobs as well. Um, so you've covered quite a bit there, Yanting. And just before we let you go, EDB has also said that the global economic climate remains uncertain in the year ahead. Global competition for investment going to remain intense. So what more can Singapore do to better position itself to attract key players and investments? So I think Singapore's quite there's an effect that, you know, the COVID-19 pandemic is ongoing. Um, inflation is a global concern and geopolitical tensions remain in the background. It's always going to be a very competitive environment for global investments for a country like Singapore. So, but Singapore's always taken pride in its reputation for you know, reliability, stability, and political neutrality. So I think it's going to continue playing on these strengths and continue developing its innovation and tech ecosystem, um, the talent base here. And these are things that is continue to continue building to you know secure Singapore's economic growth. Okay, well, Yantin, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today to share all of those updates in terms of the investment that we've seen EDB attract into Singapore in the past year and what to look out for in the year ahead.
Thank you. We've been speaking with Chu Yen Ting, business correspondent at The Straits Times. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.